0: Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives.
1: May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud.
0: On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too. And share tools we've discovered or made up. So you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea. Or your coffee. And let's get started. Hello everyone. It's another week. Hello. Welcome. We are so excited to be here with you. And this is kind of an episode that we've been preparing for a really long time. And we're excited to share It's going to be about getting the most from your creative courses, webinars, or workshops. But first let's talk about our creative weeks. Joy, what did you do?
1: So this past, well, actually, really the past few weeks, you know, I've told you guys before about all of the great programs that my library's been doing for summer reading, and my daughter is in the teen program, and so they have all sorts of fabulous classes, like sculpture and, you know, all these amazing things, right? Um, They also are doing cooking classes, and so I have been able to kind of participate in that with her. Because you know she needs an extra hand in the kitchen getting everything going and handing her things to to whisk or to whatever and so this past week was a mad hatter tea party it was the cutest thing ever And it was also delicious. (laughs) They made uh, cucumber sandwiches, and these are not your grandma's cucumber sandwiches. They were delicious, which I always kind of liked cucumber sandwiches, but maybe I'm weird. Um, And then they also made chai tea scones. I have to say it right. Scones, for those of us who, you know, aren't cool with the British accent. (laughs) But those were Amazing. So, anyway, it's just been a lot of fun to do that, and, like, you know, there were a couple of things where we had to get creative, so, you know, it asked for ground cardamom. So, okay, well, I don't have cardamom, and I can't get cardamom (laughs) in my grocery pickup, so they're not offering that. (laughs) So, So, I looked up online, and you can do equal parts cinnamon and nutmeg to make your cardamom. So, you know, little fun, creative workarounds for things like that
0: yeah that sounds like so much fun
1: yeah and then we took the we took all the yummies over to my in-laws and we had a little picnic so that was fun
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh I know Allie had a good time too
1: yes definitely sweetness so what about you
0: tell me about your creative week Well, one thing I almost forgot about, and I think we can include this in our creative weeks, uh, because we both did it together, was we prepared for and delivered a workshop on critique partners.
1: That is true. (laughs) That is true.
0: (laughs) So thank you to St. Tammany Peerish Library. For a wonderful um, welcome, and Joy and I with the QWERTY Writing Life uh, presented a workshop on critique partners. We had some wonderful writers there, it was just a really cool experience. And I don't, this is probably my first like Zoom meeting workshop that I've ever done before, so that was an experience. <laughs> So that was wonderful. And also I continued along with the videos for the Maggie Stevater writing seminar mm. and I love them.
1: <laughs> so. They are amazing.
0: Yes, and we're going to talk more about that later so I won't mm. I won't gush right here.
1: We'll save I will the gush gushing
0: later. <laughs> We are definitely going to be talking about creative courses, webinars, and workshops and getting the most out of them. And we actually use the Maggie Seavodder seminar as an experimentation for some of these tips and tricks that we are going to share with you guys tonight. So, or today, if you're listening to this on a, in the daytime. For us, it's almost 11 o'clock p.m. So yes. if it gets a little goofy, <laughs> that's probably why. Okay. <laughs> Yes. that's So true. yes, so these are tried and true uh, tips for you guys mm-hmm. on getting the most out of your workshops and that sort of thing.
1: Like May said, you know, we kind of decided to kick this into high gear with Maggie's class because here's the thing. Both of us have had amazing opportunities. We've, we've done courses, we've gone to, um, writing events. We've, you know, Watched videos, we've you know whatever the case may be, we've we've had all these opportunities, but it always feels like we don't get all that we want to out of it, or we don't take away everything that we probably could, and so we wanted to find something, um, a way to really harness the power of the information that we were receiving, instead of just leaving most of it behind us. Um, And so that was something that we wanted and we thought that this is the perfect opportunity to think ahead of time. Okay, what can we do? Jot some things down and then let's actually do it with this course and see if we need to add things, if we need to take away things, if we need to change things. And so that's really what we've done. So while we hope to have um, a PDF that we can send to you guys, and we kind of already do, it's not very pretty, but it's there. Um, So if you guys want this, you can email us, let us know, and then hopefully down the road, we're going to have a place where we can put all of these things that we've been making to, to help you guys out, um, where you can go to and you can get them all together. So that's kind of our goal with this. But if you find yourself needing this and you want it, just send us an email, and we will definitely get that to you. And of course, we'll have the email address in the show notes. So I think maybe we might have some individual reasons, too, behind this? Did you feel like you have some that were really kind of driving you in wanting to do this?
0: Yes, actually, it's pretty much the same thing that you just said. I feel like I've been taking um, classes, Um, free ones and sometimes even paid ones and if we're going to get down to it I think that these tips would probably even be good in a distilled version for any articles that we read or craft books that we read Um, I think it could definitely be implemented in another way in in different ways that we intake knowledge as well as the different creative medium that you practice Mm -hmm. But it was the same thing. It was the frustration of intaking all of this knowledge and not really seeing a difference in the output of in my creative projects.
1: Absolutely. And so we wanted to find a method that helped us, and then in doing that, we could tweak it, perfect it, and then share it with you. So you know, I feel like that's really has been our motivation and our driving force behind doing this. So kind of what we did was we broke it down and we just made an outline and looked at the different things of what we could do before, what what we could do during, and then broke that down even a little bit more (laughs) with the during things and then the things to do after to just get the absolute most from whatever this creative learning is, whether it's in person or it's online or whatever and then to actually be able to implement the things that we're learning into our daily writing lives.
0: Yes. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
1: That's all you have to say about. I agree. That. <laughs> well, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> so so on the before. So what we started with was to set intentions and I don't know about you, may, but for me, I feel like this was really helpful to actually write this down and to really think about this before we ever started this class. Um, Mm -hmm. I wrote down why I chose to do Maggie's course, and then I wrote down what I wanted to get from it, what I wanted my takeaway goals to be from this course, Uh, and I feel Mm. like that was... um, in some ways, it was almost like setting up a mission statement of, of sorts for what I wanted this to, to do for me, where, where I wanted this to take me.
0: And what I like about what you just said there is that you had to actually look at your own creative gallery and say, I need to learn more about X, Y, and Z. And then Maggie comes with this Seminar, And it just happens to be something that you want to learn about. And so why did you choose it? Because it's something that you already felt like you had a need in, in your creative, you know, wheelhouse, so to say. So Maggie Stiefvater's seminar happened at the perfect time for us. And it just Mm -hmm. kind of um, popped up, but you don't have to wait for this, unicorn seminar because that's really what it feels like for for the Maggie (laughs) Seafotter but you don't have to wait for that you can go ahead and evaluate your own skills and be honest and unbiased not self-deprecating and also not self-edifying but just kind of meet yourself right where you are and just decide, I want to learn more about this. And then go and search for information about that. And I think that that's going to help you weed out all of the different options that you have because there are so many options, both free and paid, that you could get distracted with. And sometimes, you know, if you just like those, um, those sparkly new ideas that we talked about in season one, they can get distracting whenever you're trying to, when you have a mission, right? So just like you would do with sparkly new ideas, whenever you're actually creating something, whenever you're looking for a particular kind of conference webinar or workshop, you could just write down ones that look interesting to you in a notebook and come back to those later, because your mission is this one thing that you really want to work on.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And that really leads really well into the next thing of getting to know the presenter and the presentation ahead of time. And also what you said about vetting the presenter.
0: Yeah, I think that we can see words like free and learn all of the things that you want to know ever in life you know like these really enticing power words and these marketing statements that are that are trying to get your attention and they do a great job at it and sometimes we can find a webinar um, or a conference or a workshop that looks like exactly what we want and exactly what we need but to take it a step further we really need to look at the Products that our host is putting out to the world. Because if they are, for example, if it's a writing workshop and the host is an author and you look at their Goodreads reviews and they all have one and two stars, maybe that's an author that you really want to emulate. Maybe you want to emulate somebody who writes more in your genre or in your style. Um, Even if they're all over the board, you know, sometimes authors. Um, have a voice that you just are pulled to no matter what the genre they write in. So Maggie, I think that Maggie's Steve water. <laughs> <laughs> Everything circles back to Maggie. <laughs> but, but I think it's really important to just take a moment and do a little research on your host and make sure that what they're going to be presenting to you is something that you actually want to try to implement and to have a a product result like that host.
1: Yeah. And just to make sure that you know exactly what to expect from the presentation, you know, typically you'll you'll have the information about it. They might even send out some materials ahead of time Um, or at the very least you can go to the presenter's website if it's not you know, it, like in our case, an author who's, you know, we've read some of their books or things like that. You know, at the very least, you can probably go to their website. You can learn a little bit more about them. And just sometimes having that knowledge of who they are, that can kind of start um, your mind to be thinking about some questions that you would like for them to answer. You know, maybe they are particularly good at, at a certain thing or they're really known for a certain thing. And so maybe if that's something that... Um, they, they touch on somewhat in the presentation, but maybe you want to know more because you know that that's like their thing. You know, maybe that would be the question that you want to ask if you have the opportunity to ask questions. And then we have some physical preparations that we can do.
0: Yes, we do. Um, and this is actually a lot for the webinars um, because generally if you are In a face-to-face situation, you're not going to have a ton of an issue actually focusing on what's being said because you're stuck to a chair, right? So we kind of want to recreate that in our own space whenever you're taking a webinar or a seminar that's online. So uh, I suggest that if you have a desktop computer or a laptop that you use that, something with a monitor. Um, And if you have a laptop, I suggest plugging that to your battery cord because potentially it's gonna drain your battery, but also those two things keep you in one place. So clear off a little area Make sure that you have pens and pencils that work or whatever you prefer to write with. Make sure you have a notebook. Make sure that you have a moment that's clear of distractions. So if you can turn off your cell phone or if you could put your phone on silent. I know that sometimes that's not always possible if you have people that you're looking after or responsibilities. But if you can, let's try to do that. And, uh, and just have a comfortable chair and prepare to have a singular focus only on that information that you're being presented.
1: Yeah. And another thing is to kind of set aside, and we were talking about this earlier about how much time it really took us. So the way that this course that we just did is set up is, you know, Maggie, um, recorded all of these videos and so we have all 28 of these videos and counting like she's she's adding some of some Q&A videos as as we go um, but we have all these videos at our disposal to watch when we want we know how long each video is but what we're finding is we need to set aside double the time so if a video for example is 20 minutes we need to set aside an additional 20 minutes for our reflection and our being able to go back through our notes and kind of make some additional notes that we'll talk about later as, as to how we kind of mark things up um, when we look at our notes. And then I also like to pause the video so that I can, you know, write down. Sometimes I even go back and forward and things like that. And I've also had some technical issues. So my uh, internet has been acting wonky. I think it's because everybody's home and everybody's, you know, on the internet at the same time. Uh, And so just adding at least double the time. So if you have an eight hour uh, webinar, then tack on an additional eight hours to be able to process what you're taking in. And I would say even add a little bit more time just to allow for technical things or or whatever.
0: Yes. And I think that it's good if if you can process the information close to the time that you intake it. Mm -hmm. So if you are working with a one-hour conference or something like that, make sure that like, if you... If you have a chance, maybe go to a restaurant afterwards in the in the city that the conference will be taking place, and spend some time sitting down while you're waiting for your food, going go over your one-hour notes. You know, another thing is, is that uh, Joy does the the processing after each video. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did some processing after multiple videos multiple hours so it just worked out that i was taking notes separately from a work that maggie had put out and i had not printed it and put it in a three ring binder yet so i actually i guess maybe around video 26 i started going back uh, started at the beginning writing down my notes in the actual workbook that maggie provided So what that did was I'd already gone through videos one through 26, which was multiple hours of seminar, and it kind of brought me back to those abstract ideas that she talked about at the beginning and helped solidify those because I had all of this other knowledge from the other videos to um, connect with those. So... Maybe you don't have a moment or a break in a conference to sit down and go over your videos, sorry, go over your notes and process those. So I think it's totally fine to go home and maybe the next day you start back at the beginning and remember um, with the new knowledge that you have of the end of the lecture, maybe the beginning will have some extra spotlights there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think definitely that's the great thing about having these notes and things that you can go back to is I think every time we go back to it, we'll learn something new or we'll pull something else out. And that's super exciting. So the final thing that we had for the before is just a question prep. And you may or may not have anything to to put down yet for this um, in some of your looking over who the presenter is and a little bit about the presentation, you might be able to do this and go ahead and jot down some potential questions that you would have. Um, Some of those or all of those could be answered in the course of the workshop or the lecture or whatever it is, but if not, you've already got them written down and we recommend to have that on a a piece of paper that you kind of keep separate that you can just pull out at any point because as you go through, more questions might come to mind or you might get answers to the ones that you had already written down. So that would be the final piece of the before puzzle.
0: And if you aren't finding any questions, whenever you're researching your presenter, um, whenever you're thinking about what you're wanting to learn about when you're reviewing your own product of what you're putting out creatively, you might have particular questions there too. So you could even start writing down questions at the very beginning of the search. Whenever you're beginning to look for webinars, like what is it that you want to learn about, about this challenge that you're having right now? And so that might help you find a webinar or a conference, or it might, when you found one, The answers might be somewhere in there, those little nuggets.
1: All right, guys. So we're coming a little bit close on time. So we are going to break it here. So next week, be sure to join back with us. And we're going to talk about the things to do during and after your creative learning experience. And so now we're going to give you guys a QWERTY challenge to take with you
0: until next time. So our QWERTY challenge for today is going to be let's go through the steps of before a learning event. So if you haven't already gone through your portfolio of your creative medium and found a place where you would like to be challenged, then let's go ahead and do that. And once you find the topic of where you you would like to be challenged, then the next thing you're going to do is get on the internet because who doesn't love the internet And you'll do some searching and try to find you an online, or in-person experience of, uh, of learning about the thing that you wanna learn about. So at that point in time, once you find some options, go ahead and find two or three, because you're also going to need to vet the host and. Um, you know, set your takeaway goals and that sort of thing. So, uh, go ahead and find two or three. Then you'll have choices at that point in time. Go ahead and vet your host. Look at their product. Look at the way that they uh, they speak on their website or on social media. Make sure that that resonates with you and then choose which one that you would like to participate in. Remember, this can be free or it can be paid. It can be in person or it can be in the internet. There are really no limitations here other than what you need to learn. So next week when we talk about the during and the after, you'll be using whatever lecture or webinar or workshop or seminar, whatever you choose, you'll be using that in next week's episode as well for the during and after a learning experience. Have fun <laughs> and have a
1: great week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening until the end.
1: Seriously, you're a trooper.
0: Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb?
1: May, you just said the mom.
0: Don't you censor me.
1: If you think Courty Riding Life
0: rocks ice for real, oh my please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partyridinglife.podbean.com.
1: We'll be back next week with more Candid Chats for you.